Hey guys, hello fellow Swifties. I'm assuming that you're a Swiftie if you're even listening to this because you saw the title. And if you weren't a Swiftie, I mean, I'm glad you're here. But anyway, we all know that Taylor Swift surprised us with a new album and our minds all exploded because we barely got to enjoy our lover era. But I'm not even lying. I'm completely 100% okay with this. I am so excited about this new album. Um, If you can't tell, I'm super happy with the new album. I don't, it's hard for me to say that this or that is Taylor Swift's best album, sheerly because they're all quite different. It's really hard to compare things that are really different from each other. And other than Taylor Swift's like first three albums, each one has enough of a evolution to be different enough from each other for it to be hard to compare to each other. However, the more I do listen to this album, the more I think about it, when I put all the factors together, and objectively speaking, I do think this is one of Taylor's best albums. It's one of the best bodies of work that she's put together yet, mainly because of the sheer fact that there really is not a song on the album that I don't like. Traditionally, now I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I love her music. She's the artist of the decade every time Well, I haven't even lived that many decades, but she's my artist of the year on Spotify every year. And last year, she was the artist of the decade for me. But anyway, normally there happens to be a song that I don't love, or there might be a song on each album that just kind of annoys me. For instance, on Red, I didn't love State of Grace. It didn't annoy me or anything, but I didn't love it. I actually like the acoustic version a lot, but the original version I didn't love When it comes to 1989, I really did not like uh, Out of the Woods because I just thought it was repetitive and annoying. On Lover, I really did not like the song Me. I just thought it was a crappy kind of... Shake It Off was at least enjoyable, you know? But Me was just... I don't know. I don't know. I might be in the minority of that. But usually each album tends to have a song or two that I don't like. Or that annoys me. And that's common with any artist with any album. It's hard to make a whole album of songs that everyone loves each and every single one. This is the first album that Taylor has made where, well, I guess in a long time, that just every song is just good enough that I don't feel like skipping any of the songs. On Reputation, there's like, you know, a few skippable songs. For a lot of people, Look What You Made Me Do is pretty skippable. For me, unpopular opinion, getaway car is skippable. Like there's those things that you're going through when you're listening to the album and you're like, skip, skip, skip. This is the first album where there just are not that many skippable songs to me, which is really, really cool because it makes me want to buy it on vinyl since I don't have to. Vinyls, it's hard for me to buy a vinyl, vinyl since I usually have to like the entire album. But Folklore is definitely just a great body of work, and also the fact that it just felt like a leap in maturity for Taylor Swift. I did have a previous podcast in which I reviewed Taylor Swift's documentary uh, that she made that she released not too long ago, and I remember saying that I was wondering what Taylor would do next to grow up, given that she's older now and that she's, I'm pretty sure she's 30 or in her 30s now, and she might have things in mind like family, getting married, things of that nature, and she's growing up. So it's going to be harder for her to come out with music like 
shake it off or me, you need to calm down. Those kind of anthemy kind of songs. Not that she can't do them anymore, but they are going to feel a bit young for her at some point. And eventually she would have to mature and age up her music the same way that she was, which I truly believe for the most part she has been doing. Her music has evolved and grown with her. But this is the first album where it just like, boom, hit me in the face that she has matured. She's older. Obviously, she curses more in this album. The topics were just, they were expressed in a more grown up way. This album felt grown up. And I don't know how other ways to describe it. The production was really simplified, which in my opinion, love. I love that the production was not as hardcore as we've seen. Reputation and Lover are both really produced albums. They have a lot going on. They're pretty busy. Not complaining. I love Reputation. I love the album Lover. But it was really nice to see a album from Taylor that's stripped down, that's grown up, that's simplified, and really lets her songwriting abilities shine through. The whole reason Taylor Swift is so vastly successful is because she has a brilliant mind for words and for songwritings and finding how she can explain feelings through words. There's so many times where I hear a line that Taylor writes and you're like, oh my God, her mind, how in the world does it work? How does she, how is she able to describe feelings in those kind of ways that resonate with you and resonate with so many people? Her mind is brilliant and it's really amazing to have an album come out that strips everything else back and just kind of goes back to where she started and just highlights her songwriting ability. It's why we love her. She's grown vocally so much. Progressively, she's gotten better vocally throughout her albums, throughout her life. I'd personally, and Taylor Swift is hands down my favorite artist. I'm not trying to knock her. She's not Demi Lovato. She's not, you know, this outstanding technical singer. I think it's been seen and proven through some of her past live performances that her singing ability, just that alone, is not what makes Taylor Swift Taylor Swift. Really, it's her songwriting and her voice. It's hard for me to imagine anyone else singing Taylor Swift songs. In fact, she wrote the song for a little big town. I'm trying to remember what it was called. But she did write, oh yeah, she wrote Better Man for Little Big Town, which ended up winning Country Song of the Year. And every time I listen to it, though I still like it when Little Big Town sings it, I can't help but think, oh, I kind of want to hear Taylor sing this. There's just something about her songwritings that are just clearly Taylor Swift. I don't know if that's just me being such a big fan of her or not, but you can't imagine other people doing Taylor Swift's songs better than she can. Anyway, her songwriting abilities really shine through on this album. Now, I'm going to go ahead and list out my favorite songs, my standout songs on this album. Now, this is a unique album in and of that this kind of ended up being an album where people's favorites weren't super clear. They ended up having favorites that are different from everyone or different for everyone. So most albums kind of have a standout few that most people like. Like for the album Red, the majority of people love the song All Too Well. The majority of people love 
you know, certain songs, there's the songs that she might end up making videos for, there tends to be those clear favorites. But this album, I haven't really uh, established anyone's clear favorites. I haven't been able to get a read on that. I've watched a few videos on YouTube of people reacting to the album while listening it to the listening to it for the first time. And out of all those videos that I did watch, everyone had the general same consensus feeling like this is an evolved Taylor and we like most of the music on the album, but we can't pinpoint a favorite. I've also found that with this album, I can't recall the songs as easy. Sometimes there's certain songs that just are so easy to remember. They're so clearly catchy. They have a very clear hook. They're really repetitive. Anything that could make a song memorable. Whereas all these songs in my mind are very memorable in the fact that I love them, but I can't quite remember them sometimes where I'm trying to think of the the way one sounds. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to sing seven in my head and I cannot remember for the life of me what the heck the melody or the words are. So this has been a really odd experience with that album that I haven't felt with other ones. Not a negative experience at all, just the fact that I think the album definitely is longer. This is a long album, which I know some people have complained about how long each album or each song on this album is and then how long the whole album as a whole ends up being. However, I love that Taylor Swift makes long albums. I love that she makes long songs, like gives you worth your money that you pay her for through your Spotify subscription or whether you're buying the digital albums. I bought a sweatshirt on the website, which came with a digital album. So if you're going to spend money on her music in one way or another, you might as well get a bang for your buck and get enough song for the money that you spend. Anyway, regardless, I'm going to go ahead and go through my favorite songs that I thought stood out, which clearly on as a whole for the whole album, I had a lot of standouts. My favorite switches all the time. For a minute, it was Cardigan. For a minute, it was Seven. For a minute, it was this. Now, right now, I think my current favorite is Mad Woman. I don't know why I love that one so much. I feel like other people don't love it as much as I do. But my standout songs, I made a list of them. And here were the ones that standed out or standard. I can't even talk. I don't have grammar. These are the ones that stood out to me. So in no particular order, because I'm finding it very difficult to pick a favorite, we'll just go down the list on ones that stood out to me. The first one was Cardigan, which is the one, the first one I listened to because I watched the video when it came out that night. Really awesome video, by the way. I really liked it. Something about the song, just the piano start was really amazing. I love the piano. So anything that's more like acoustic, which another thing I loved about this album was how acoustic it felt. I've always wanted Taylor to do an acoustic version album of her current body of work, and I'm still kind of holding out for that, but this was definitely a good album that made me feel like most of it was acoustic, which kind of goes along with the simplified production. But Cardigan was just my introduction to the album, and I have only liked it more and more the more that I've listened to it. The other one that stood out to me was definitely Exile, I like it when Taylor Swift does collabs and Bon Iver, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Bon Iver. Some people I feel like say Iver, but for me, Bon Iver was a wonderful collab. His voice is just beautiful and in the way that they did this song that was like a back and forth story. The song is just beautiful and I'm in my car just chanting it out 
as if I totally understand what they're talking about. The next one that stood out to me was Seven. Something just so chill and nice about the melody. The next one right after Seven on the album is August. Every time I listen to the song, I'm like, this just sounds like a beach to me. It just sounds like I'm at the beach, I'm on vacation, you're with someone having fun. This was just a really fun listen for me. Next one, right after August, This Is Me Trying. I just, this song was one of the songs that resonated with me more. Just the idea that you're trying, which is what we're all trying to do in life, basically. And right now we're, we're going through some tough times, so we're all just trying. Next one is Invisible String. This one was one of the more upbeat ones. I thought it was so fun. It's one of those songs that you don't want it to end when it's over. It's just a clear hit to me. In my mind, I loved this song. Right after Invisible String, we got Mad Woman. I feel like this is like the sequel to The Man from Lover, but like a much more mature, like emotional way of saying what she was kind of saying in The Man. I love the song. Something about the hook, just when she's like talking about how when someone calls her crazy, she gets more crazy. That hook is just so good to me. And it just makes my ears real happy. Number 13 on the album is Epiphany. The first time I ever listened to the song, I thought like, oh, wow, this is really great. And the more I listen to it, I think some of the lyrics are kind of weird. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. She's like, one of the lyrics is literally something medical school doesn't cover. It's just like, it's like she's... I don't know. This was like the lyrically was really weird, but I love the production of it because it sounded very emotion heap to me. The last one that I really liked was Peace, which was actually a song I kind of had to listen to once or twice before I realized how much I liked it. On Reputation, the out the song that did that for me was Dancing with Our Hands Tied. The first time I didn't like listen to it, it wasn't a standout to me, and then the more I listened to it, it became one of my favorites. And this is the same thing that happened for Peace. Something about I feel like it's very honest, and this is a song that makes me kind of feel not... I don't think that Taylor Swift is pregnant. I know some people are thinking that Taylor Swift is pregnant, but I think this is like a song where she's very clearly expressed that she feels ready to be married. She feels ready to start a family. Obviously, people that she grew up with, like the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato, are all kind of headed that direction, So it kind of makes sense for her to maybe feel like she's ready for that direction too. Also that she's been with Joe Alwyn for quite a while now and they seem very happy together. And I've said since Reputation that the albums sound like she's in love. I know Reputation was like a hardcore album where she was like addressing her rep and all that. But when I listened to the songs, I felt like I was listening to a songwriter that was in love. Lover was like very clearly a songwriter that was in love. And this one isn't as clear because like I know some people have a theory that she's telling a story of other people, which I think is true, blah, blah, blah. But this is a song where I feel like she's really kind of reaching within herself and she's mentioning in it that she's ready to be your wife, ready to have children, which are like pretty bold statements. So those are my main standouts. I also really do like the song Hoax, which is the last one on the album. And unfortunately, since I haven't been able to obtain a digital copy or the deluxe copy, I have not been able to listen to the new one, The Lakes. I've looked it up on YouTube trying to get it. And when I bought the $60 or $50 sweatshirt that I bought, it didn't come with the deluxe album, which honestly, 
I will. I really wish it did. But so I can't really attest to that one. However, I've, I've heard from other people that I don't think it's one of the super standouts. But then again, I usually like the ones that um, are not as popular. But yeah, those are my favorites. My general consensus of this album is that it is great. Definitely one of Taylor Swift's best bodies of work she's done so far. I loved the simplified production. This felt like a grown-up, mature album, and this makes me feel very, very, very optimistic about the direction that Taylor Swift will be going in the future, given that it was something, not that I was worried about, but something that I was very curious about as to how she would move forward and evolve her music, especially as she grew up and when she does end up getting married or having a family, if that's what she wishes to do. I'm very interested to see how her music evolves, and then I can see some really great parent-child kind of relationship songs coming out whenever she has a child. I would, I'm so excited to see what she does with her magnificent brain if she has children. But this was such a good album. I highly recommend listening to it. It's been on repeat on my phone since it came out. It's basically all I've been listening to when I listen to music or when I'm in my car or when I'm in my apartment. Also on YouTube, there is a lyric video for every single song on the album other than the last one on the deluxe one. So go check those out. They're really cool. It's a mood. The aesthetic's really nice. I know a lot of people, especially even when I saw it, we were like, ooh, safe and sound, round two. We're excited. I mean, I think, you know, the aesthetic definitely matches the safe and sound aesthetic, which we all loved. And I loved Red, the Red Era. That's probably my favorite era of Taylor Swift was her Red Era. So this kind of feels like a good little marriage between lover and Red Era kind of aesthetics that Taylor's got going on. But other than that, that's my general review of the album. That's how I felt about it. It's really amazing. I love Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty and I'm unashamed of it. I went to her Reputation tour and it was amazing. And fun fact, fun story before I end this, before I bore you too long. Actually, I did go to the Reputation tour in Dallas, which actually ended up being the concert that was filmed for her Netflix Reputation tour filmed version of it. I was there. I'm in the crowd somewhere on that Netflix, on the Netflix show. But I ended up getting sat where it was pretty high up. AT&T Stadium, which is where it was at, was is a very large new football stadium for the Dallas Cowboys. I ended up having a pretty high up seat. I would have been happy in that seat, but when we got to the seat, me and my group of friends that went with me, we noticed that there was a huge light for the production where our seats were supposed to be. So they were like, well, you have to go get reset. And I was kind of salty for a second because I was like, oh, we better get at least equivalent seats for the price we paid. Ended up getting seats that were like astronomically better than what we paid for. And I got to be the very first row that was right behind the pit standing room. So I could have sat the entire concert if I wanted to and had a perfect view. Taylor Swift got super close. It was an amazing, amazing experience. Her concert was genuinely such an experience. Honestly, it's probably ruined other concerts for me just because the sheer budget and the media was amazing. And, And Taylor Swift is a born performer. She's gotten so, so good at performing. It's insane. And now other concerts are basically ruined for me because none of them ever quite stack up. I went to an Ed Sheeran concert shortly after, and it's a completely different experience. I know he's a one-man show and he can entertain a whole stadium with himself. It's amazing. But I don't think everything, anything will quite be able to stand up to Taylor Swift's 
reputation tour unless I maybe go see Taylor Swift live again if we ever get to see live concerts ever again in our lives. So anyway, thanks for listening. Go listen to Taylor Swift and have a wonderful day. <laughs>